Welcome back to the Blaze podcast and today we're speaking about commitment. It's our second episode of Good Culture and we're diving in today into the story of Joshua and what it means to be committed in culture, in relationship with Jesus and with you and your friends. Enjoy the message. So in this series, we're defining what culture is and what makes it good, okay? So last week I said culture is what? It is the combination of what we create and what we allow. It is the combination of what we create and what we allow. That is good culture. Now listen to this. Culture shapes our thinking. Thinking shapes our actions. Actions shape our habits. And our habits shape our lives. Our culture shapes the way that we think about things. And the way that we think about things decides the way we do things. And the way that we do things gives us habits. And our habits becomes our life. Do you see how important good culture is in your life? So, what is good culture? Good culture is Commitment. Commitment. And oh my gosh, do we have commitment issues in this era that we are in. Some people have commitment issues in the, in the place where they are too committed, and other people have commitment issues where they are never committed. Good culture is commitment. And Jesus was so committed, it was really important to him. This topic... Being committed to Jesus was really important to him. Okay? He said to his disciples when he left earth, he said, I'm going to leave now, but I will be with you forever and ever. I will never leave you. How's that for being committed? You're not even going to be physically with them, but I'll never leave you. Jesus really was committed. And sometimes we can ask ourselves, you know, Maybe we don't know how committed God is to me when I'm in a bad space or when I'm going through a tough time. You're wondering, how committed is God to me? Why am I going through this? What's happening in my life? Is God really committed to love me? But the question is not how committed God is. The question is, how committed are you? How committed are you? So in Luke... Jesus is uh, challenging his disciples and their commitment to him. And he he says this to him. Someone asked him a question. And he says this. Jesus said to him, No one who puts his hand to the plow and looks back is fit for the kingdom of God. No one that puts his hand to the plow and looks back is fit for the kingdom of God. You cannot do or build the kingdom of God if you're halfway committed. You can't. You can't do it. You can't say one Sunday, you know, I'm, I'm going for God, but I'm just looking back. I'm not sure yet. You know, I'm, I'm, I've decided I want to serve Jesus, but I, there's still some people that I need to work on. There's still some things I need to get rid of. That is looking back. And Jesus says you cannot build or do the kingdom of God if you are halfway committed. You can't look back. If you decide Jesus is the way, there's no looking back. No looking back. So I'm going to speak about four points today. The first point, commit to Jesus. Commit 
to Jesus. Hebrews 10 verse 23. Let us hold fast the confession of our hope without wavering, for he who promised is faithful. He who promised, God who promised is faithful. Hold fast to the confession of our hope. What is our hope? Our hope is Jesus. Be committed to Jesus. When you decide, I'm going to look towards Jesus, never look back. Commit. If you decide you're going to commit to Jesus, read your Bible every day. Come to church on Sunday. If you're not here, listen to the podcast. Go to the fire group. Join a fire group. Jesus said that if you want to find your life, you need to lose your life and follow Him. If you want to find your life, you need to lose your life and follow Him. If you feel like you are busy trying to save yourself from something, if you feel like you're just suffering, you're in survival mode, you need to save yourself, stop. There's a way easier way to do that. Lose your life and give it to Jesus. Start following Him. You have to commit to following Jesus. What does that mean? That means you, when you're going through a tough time, it doesn't mean that God isn't committed to you. It means that you need to stay committed to Him. In that tough time, you need to stay committed to Jesus. The second point. Commit to us. Who is us? Us is the church. It's us here. Me and every person sitting here around you. That is us. Commit to us. There is fire groups. Commit to the fire group. Become part of that. That is building into your life and building into this church. When your fire group leader asks you, hey, let's go for a coffee, let's hang out. Commit to that. Make time to hang out with them. Even if it's holiday. Make sure you get there. Make sure you have time to commit to them. If you can't make a Sunday, commit to us. Listen to the podcast. Send it to someone. Don't miss church. And if you do miss it because of certain reasons, don't miss it. Go listen to the podcast. It is there. There's technology. You don't have to miss it. There's fire groups. Commit to us. Join one. Guys, I don't think you understand how important a small group is in your life. Do you know how the church started? Not with a church of two, 3,000 people. It started with 12 disciples sitting around a fire and speaking to Jesus. 12 people. Not... 1,200, not 12,000, 12. Join a fire group. Promise you it's going to change your life. I can promise you that I'm committed to this ministry fully. I could have left long ago. I'm committed to this ministry. The leaders that are leading you in fire groups is committed to that fire group. They're going to do everything in their power to make you grow in that group, to make you feel comfortable. We're committed. How committed are you? We're committed to this thing. The leaders are so committed. We come here every Sunday. Not 15 minutes before the service starts. I get here at 7 o'clock. The other leaders get here at 8, between 8 and 9, and we start setting up, and we start praying, and we start putting things together. We start putting things ready for you. We are committed to this. How committed are you to this? Are you committed to bring other people to this? You all said you want this to grow. How committed are you to that? How committed are you to growing the kingdom of God? The third point. Be commit, of, commit to them. And there's no proper grammar, like 
proper grammar to say this. Who are them? Who is them? What is the them? Them is the people out there. The friends that aren't sitting right next to you right now. Them is the people in your life who need Jesus. You guys know I always make that joke. You all need Jesus. But them is the people in your life who need Jesus. Commit to those people. If there's a friend you are thinking about right now in this moment as I'm speaking, commit to that person. You know they need Jesus' love. So many times some of you come to ask me for advice on your friends. Commit to them. Show them Jesus' love. You ask me how to handle those situations. Make a point to commit to those people you ask advice for. Commit in your fire group. Be there every week. Don't now and then just stay away because you just want to chill. Pray with them. Pray for your fire group. If you know of a friend that is struggling, tell your fire group, I have a friend that is struggling. We're going to pray for them now. I promise you the leader is going to say, Amen, let's pray. Commit to the person you know who needs Jesus and be consistent. Be consistent. Don't just message them once or twice. Hey, come to church or hey, I'm thinking of you. Here's a little prayer for you, a Bible verse. Commit and be consistent. Every single week, bother them. Literally annoy them until one Sunday they come to church. Don't just ask them, annoy them. Amore, can I use you as an example? We annoyed Amore for three years. Three years. We asked her, please come to church. Come join us at church. Hey, don't you want to come join Alpha? Hey, come to church. Please come join Alpha. Please come to church. Three years. She finally came. Now she's the leader. You see what I mean? Consistency. Annoy that person that you know needs Jesus to come to church. Until they come. Until that break point where they say, fine, fine. Just stop asking. I'll be there. I'll be there. And then you don't stop. You still. After that, you ask them, how was church? Did you get a revelation? How do you feel? What happened? What did you speak about in your group? How did you find the pastor's message? Commit and be consistent. You might not know it, but maybe next year, maybe in the middle of next year, your commitment and your consistency brings that person to church. Don't stop. Commit to the people around you. And the last one, but this is definitely not the least, the last point is commit to you. Commit to you. I'll ask you something. If you plant apples, what will you grow? If you plant apples, what will you grow? What will be the fruit? Come on, it's not that difficult. Apples. If you plant sunflowers, what will you grow? Sunflowers. If you plant daisies, what will you grow? Daisies. If you plant nothing, what will you grow? No. If you plant nothing, you will grow weeds. If you plant nothing, you will grow weeds. Weeds will grow in your life if you don't plant into it. You have to decide now to plant some good culture in your life. If you want good culture in your life and you want to be committed and you want family like we're going to speak next week, you need to plant good culture.
Weeds will grow if you plant nothing. Have you seen people that come to church every Sunday for years and they have one breakdown and it's all gone? Why? They might have been in church, but there was never a seed that was planted. Let me tell you about a guy who was really committed and that planted into himself good stuff. Let me tell you about Joshua. Is there anyone here with the name Joshua? No, because Joshua is coming back in about a month. Yay. Now, all of God's people were slaves where? Oh, please don't let me down. Egypt. All of God's people were slaves in Egypt. And then God came and he told Moses that you need to go tell Pharaoh that he needs to leave our people and you need to lead them out. So what happened? Pharaoh said, no. God said, cool, I'm going to then destroy you. I'm going to send 10 plagues. And that came. And then God parted the sea. They walked through the, through the sea. And then for 40 years, they were in the desert trying to find the promised land, trying to find God. Eventually, they get to the Jordan River. They cross the Jordan River. Moses dies and he gives over to Joshua. And Joshua gets asked to create good culture. To create good culture. Because if you remember the story before the Jordan River, when they were in the desert, there was not that good of a culture. Those people got twisted every now and then. They lost the path now and then, and that's why it took them 40 years to walk in a circle that's smaller than Bloemfontein. Did you know that? They walked for 40 years in a circle about as big as Bloemfontein. 40 years. I mean, come on. I want you to write this down. Write this verse down. Joshua 24, verse 14 to 15. Quickly, write it down. Joshua 24, 14 to 15. This is really important. So it says this. Now therefore fear the Lord and serve Him in sincerity and faithfulness. Put away the gods that your fathers served beyond the river and in Egypt and serve the Lord. And if it is evil in your eyes to serve the Lord, choose this day whom you will serve, whether the gods your father served in the region beyond the river or the gods of the Amorites in whose land you dwell. But as for me and my house, we will serve the Lord. As for me and my house, we will serve the Lord. As for me, Pastor Brandon Smith and Ablaze Youth, we will serve the Lord. Amen? Amen. Amen. And today you have to decide, are you going to serve Him with us or are you going to commit to someone else? You need to decide for yourself. Joshua wrote here to his people. He said, guys, I'm not going to force you into anything. I'm not going to tell you you have to serve God. I'm going to tell you it's a good choice, but you have to decide who you are going to serve. Who are you going to commit for? But know one thing. For me and my people, we will serve the Lord. So if you are sitting here and you are with me, you will serve the Lord because that's who we decide to serve here. Amen? You can need to commit to yourself. There's so many people that commit to other things and other people, and they're really good at that. They're so suckish at committing to themselves. Don't let other people decide how much of God you're going to experience on a Sunday. You see, Joshua, yeah, he could have said, these people aren't so sure, so I'm also not so sure. But instead, he stood, he said, I will serve the Lord. You can decide to come with me or not. 
I'm not going to let you decide what I do. Don't let other people have control over how good this last term of school is going to be for you. Over how much energy you're going to have here. Over how much enthusiasm you have left. Because you're around a bunch of people that's negative the whole time. It's the last term. Everybody's tired. Are you going to decide to be that tired? Or are you going to decide to have energy to get up, to be enthusiastic about it? Don't let other people decide how great you will become. So many people leave their dreams, their dream job, their dream travel destination because other people decided for them, you'll never get there. You'll never be a pastor. You'll never be a great businessman or businesswoman. You'll never study. You'll never do great at school. Don't let other people decide who you are going to be and who you are going to serve. Commit to you. Commit to you. Commit to reading your Bible. If you want to have more energy for the last part of this year, then commit to it. Commit to it. Decide to get up and have energy. When everybody else around you says, oh, this is so bad. This is last term. It's so long. It feels so long. This day is so long. Get up and say, you know what? I have energy. This is going to be a good day. This is going to be the day where God saves people. This is going to be a day where I prophesy to people. Commit to Jesus. Open up your Bible. Pray. Read. Fellowship. Join the fire group. Speak to the leaders. Commit. Have any of you ever flown in a big aircraft? Anybody? Cool. So, the flight attendants, when you get offered, for those who haven't, the flight attendants, when you get on, tells you that if this plane just so happens to start falling out of the sky and we lose air pressure, cabin pressure, they have these air masks that we made that come down. And what do they always tell you? They tell you, put your mask on first. Put your mask on first. Because what's going to happen if you don't have air and you're running around trying to help everybody? You will die. And eventually, you'll be of no use to anybody in there. Why? Because you're not going to be able to help people if you don't have air for yourself. That's why they say, put on your air first. When you have air, then you can help other people. Some of us do this in our relationship with Jesus. We put on everybody else's air all the time. You need to do this. You need to go read this verse. You need to do this Bible plan. You need to pray about this. Go speak to this pastor. Go speak about this. Go learn about this. Pray about that. We're so committed to running around for other people that we forget to take some air for ourselves. We're so committed that we forget we also need air, just like they need air. Take some for yourself first. And that sounds so selfish. But it's not because if you don't have air, you can't give air. Don't get me wrong. If you're going to church since grade 8, 2, 12, you never opened your Bible, 
You never went to, went to read more. You never confessed your sins. You never asked for forgiveness. You've never had discipleship from a leader. You never had a fire group connection with someone. You've never been discipled by a pastor or a mentor. It's not going to mean anything for you. The air that you get here on a Sunday is not enough for you. You need to commit to yourself. Because if you're just sitting, listening here, and you feel happy when other people sing, it's not going to work for you. You can't feel happy because they sing. You need to feel joy because you sing. You need to find revelation because you find revelation. You can't be happy for other people. You need to first be happy for yourself. Then you can be happy for those people. Then you can sing because they sing. You need to get some air for yourself first. Who of you would let your phone die for more than three days? Battery low, completely dead. Okay, there's some of you that are actually good with a phone. I love it. But if we're busy, if you know that someone is going to call you tomorrow, you know it's going to be an important call. Are you going to let that battery die? Hell no. Why do you do it to yourself? If you don't let this thing die, why, did you, why do you let yourself die? Will you commit? That's the question you've got to ask yourself today. Will I commit? Will I commit to the good culture that is being created? Will I commit to coming to church? Will I commit to be a part of what is happening here or not? If you're not going to commit to this culture... I'm sorry, but you're going to feel out. You're going to feel left out if you don't commit. But if you commit, you will change the way that you live. You will change the way that you decide about things. You will change the habits you have. Your thinking will change. Your actions will change. All you need to do is to commit. The decisions you make now will determine who you are going to be one day. Some of you are reaching the end of your school career. The decisions you make now is going to determine who you will be one day. And you're not going to have that decision again. You're not going to have that decision twice where you get to decide. You have to decide now. You have to decide now to build a good culture. Not just the church. It's cool, we can build the best culture we can here. You have to build a good culture by your friends. You have to build a good culture in your sports team. You have to build a good culture in your home, in the hostel, at school, in your class. You have to build good culture where you are. It's the same thing if you just come to church and you just feed from this good culture. It's not going to work for you out there. You need to have good culture out there as well. You need to be that person that people look at and be like, yo, there's something different about this person and it's good culture. The things they are doing is good. They're not like the rest. Let's talk about, let's, let's build good culture. Like I said in the beginning, all of you said last week in the small groups that you want this youth to grow, that you think it can grow to more people, right? That is what you said, not me. That is what you guys said. We can get all the greatest lights, the biggest stage, 
the biggest band. I can pull together all the most amazing musicians. But people will not come and stay for that. People will stay because there's good culture. People will stay because we have a good culture. People will keep on coming and more and more will come because of the culture that we are busy creating and building. You know what's the one thing that all of you said when we asked, what do you like about youth? What do you like about Ablaze? It's the culture. It's the people. It's the comfort. It's the love. It's the songs that bring us together. Do you anywhere see that a band, the lights, the pastor's preaching? No. Because that's not what keeps people here. That's not what keeps you here. What keeps you here is the good culture. Let's build a culture, a good culture together at Ablaze. So let me recap. The first thing, commit to Jesus. Commit to following. Read your Bible. Pray. The second one, commit to us. Commit to the fire group that you're in. If the pastor or the leader in your fire group asks you to go have a coffee, go have a coffee with them. Invite them for coffee. When there's an event, join the event. Commit to it. Thirdly, commit to them. Commit to those people around you that you know need Jesus' love. And lastly, commit to you. Because if you don't commit to you, you can't do any of the other. You need to get air first. You need to charge your own battery first. Let's build that good culture together. We're going to pray in a moment. And um, there's going to be a song that we're going to sing after that. But I want you to realize that you need good culture in your life. I want you to look at the places where you are in your life right now and I want you to assess those places. Is these friend, are these friends bringing me good culture? Are these decisions, these actions, good culture? Is the people that I hang out with in break time, good culture? Are they influencing me in a good way? The way that I'm in class, is that showing good culture? The way that I'm in a sports team, is that showing good culture? The way that I speak to the other people in our small group, is that showing good culture? Am I building a good culture? And if the, question, if the answer is yes, that's great. Then ask yourself, how can I build even better culture? But if the answer is no, then you need to start looking at your life and seeing where Am I building bad culture? Where can I start building good culture? Where must I start being committed to myself and to Jesus and to the church and to the them out there? And for some of us, we're sitting here and we're thinking, I haven't even committed to Jesus, so how must I even commit to the rest of these things? So we're going to do a prayer. You can turn off the lights for me. We're going to pray now. And if you just want to sit down, that's fine. After the song, we're going to go into fire groups and we're going to speak about stuff. And there's three fire groups that you can join. There's mine, there's the Neos, and there's Amore's. You can join whichever one you want. But we want to ask you, commit to one. It's cool. You can swap around now and then and see how the other group is. Maybe you like that person more. But commit to that group when you join that group. 
commit. And some of you are sitting here and you're thinking, how do I commit to Jesus? It's not that difficult. You have the choice today to decide. The same question that Joshua asked these people, I'm going to ask you, who are you going to serve? Who are you going to serve? So as we close our eyes, who are you going to serve? Because for me and my house, for me and Ablaze Youth, we will serve the Lord. So if you're a part of this good culture, I want to ask you and I want to challenge you to decide today to serve Jesus. Because for me in this place, we will serve God and God alone. And if you're sitting here today and you're thinking, maybe, maybe it's time for me to give my life to Christ. Maybe it's time for me to finally surrender myself and follow Jesus. Maybe you've been through so many battles that you think there's nothing else left that I can think of than to serve God. And today this prayer is going to be for you. And if you have been sitting here for a while and you haven't committed to something, you haven't planted anything, but you've been sitting here, today is an opportunity for you to decide to actually follow Jesus, to commit to Him and to say, God, I'm following you. I'm committed to you. I'm going to start planting good culture in my life. And as we're going to pray now, I want you to sing the song as a surrendering song. As a surrender to God saying, Lord, here I am. I've been lost, but now I'm found. Lord, we just ask that every person that is in here, you know their heart, you know what they are going through, and you know where they are. Lord, I ask that you will show them that they are forgiven, their sins are forgiven, and that they are going to be a part of your kingdom, and that there's a good culture waiting for them. Lord, we pray that you come and bless our hearts. We come and pray that you will come and build good culture within our hearts so that we can go out there and build it for your kingdom. Lord, we come, we surrender to you. We surrender to you. There you have it. There's not much else that I can say about this message. Just be committed to you first. Take that air before you can give it to others. You can't save others if you can't even save yourself. I hope this week you will be committed to the people around you and to Jesus and that you will grab some air for yourself as well. Be blessed.